And hello from Boise, Idaho. This is Extra Credit, your weekly podcast looking at education issues in Idaho. I'm Clark Corbin, and this week Kevin Richard, my normal co-host, is out of town. So we have a special guest on Extra Credit this week, uh, Melissa Davlin. Thank you so much uh, for joining our podcast. I like how you called Kevin your normal co-host. Does that make me the abnormal co-host? Yeah, yeah, you are the abnormal co-host. Okay. You're kind of like, and you've been on before uh, subbing for Kevin, and so this is I've not... actually subbed for you. Oh yeah, I've that's been, right. I've been Kevin's abnormal co-host. Yeah, we have never done, I don't think we've done the Extra Credit podcast together. No, um, we've done We've done uh, the uh, hiatus pod together. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, my may, friend. May it, may it rest in peace, yeah. Hiatus. Yeah, what have you been up to? Thanks so much for coming on, we're really excited. What, what have you been doing to keep busy? I, I have been very, very busy. Um, a lot of it has been getting ready for the upcoming season of Idaho Reports. We have... Um, two hour-long specials coming up, one on Proposition 1, one on Proposition 2, so horse racing and Medicaid expansion, of course. Uh, our regular season starts November 2nd, Very and cool. of course we have the debates. And so in the lead-up to all of the six debates that we're doing um, and the hour-long specials, I have been doing a lot of reporting behind the scenes. I'm also working on a partnership with Audrey Dutton of the Idaho Statesman, um, we both have fellowships through the Association of Healthcare Jur Journalists, and um, we are taking deep dives into uh, the Medicaid expansion uh, proposal and looking at um, both the business side and the political side um, and kind of fact-checking what's going on, all the different claims that the groups are making. Um, we have a piece coming out in the Idaho Statesman and also on the Idaho Reports blog uh, starting next week. Yeah, and, and real quickly, that's uh, I know you're still working on it and you don't want to give anything away, but you're looking at, like you said, some of the claims about Medicaid expansion. Perhaps there's an education, I don't want to spoil anything, but perhaps there's an education connection? Perhaps there are a couple education connections. It's funny because, um, you know, as you've mentioned on the podcast before, um, the uh, Idaho School Board Association uh, and the Idaho Education Association have both come out in favor of Proposition 2, of passing it. Meanwhile, the Idaho Freedom Foundation has come out um, very vocally against uh, Medicaid expansion. And one of the reasons they're using um, to vote no or, or encourage a no vote, you know, they're, of course, an education group. They don't advocate one way or another, but they they're are. A they're a nonprofit, I believe. They're a nonprofit. So that would be untoward. Yeah, very, very untoward, right. But, but they're encouraging, they're educating people that um, there is a correlation between Medicaid spending and a decrease in higher education funding nationwide. Uh, but as you'll see in the piece that we are coming out with next week, um, the the emphasis on correlation is is maybe skipped over in the Idaho Freedom Foundation analysis uh, and in other places. It, it's made clear that there is a big difference between correlation and causation. So we're going to be diving into that among many, many other claims. Uh, we have some stories coming out early next week um, with Audrey Dutton. Um, our associate producer at Idaho Reports, Devin Downey, has done a phenomenal job uh, doing a lot of the fact-checking and analysis on claims, not just from the Idaho Freedom Foundation, but also groups like the Center for Fiscal Policy um, and, and the Proposition 2 um, advocates. And so... We are, we're pretty excited about this partnership. 
And, and you know, it, it's been interesting, the unexpected um, cross-section with education. That's not something that I would have expected going into this campaign season. Yeah, for sure. And so uh, just to remind folks, they can catch uh, your work, what you said, both in the Idaho Statesman and at the Idaho Reports blog sometime next week. Is that, right, right. Is that the best? Absolutely. And so it's um, our blog is at idahoreports.blogs.idahoptv.org. You can also um, catch the links on Twitter. Um, you can follow me at Davlin News if you don't already. You're on we Twitter? I am. Did you? I did not. I, I don't post much. Okay. I don't post much, Clark. Um, but uh, This is Twitter.com? Twitter.com, exactly. Right. Yeah, I feel like you're making fun of me, and I don't know why. No. Yeah. Um, okay, so check that out. And then you mentioned the two specials, the two early editions of Idaho Reports, looking at the props. Uh, prop one and prop two. Uh, yeah. When can people catch that? Before the election? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Medicaid expansion, if I get it done in time. Right. Medicaid expansion is airing um, October 19th. We're going to have a, a piece that kind of explains what the issue is and how we got to here, and then a panel discussion following. That's October 19th on Idaho Public Television. October 26th is going to be Proposition 1, the Historical Horse Racing Initiative. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, that leads us right into where I really wanted to spend a lot of time on the pod this week is talking about the debates. And you mentioned that you're doing six of them uh, this year. Is that right at Idaho Public Yes, Time? six of them. And and five you, of them are going to be in a one-week period. Oh, my goodness. And uh -huh. are you going to be moderating all of them? or? Yes, yeah, I'm moderating I'm moderating all six. How, how do you find the time? Uh I, I don't really have a choice. Okay. I don't really have a choice. There's a lot. You've been on panels for the debates before. Um, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes to get everything ready. And so um, the the Idaho Press Club picks the reporters, and they um, we um, producer Seth O'Gilby and I help the reporters write questions, um, especially some who uh, haven't necessarily been on TV before or haven't done the debates, and and so. Um, pros like you don't need help, right? But I'm but writing the, the questions. You're writing your own questions, but but we, you know, sometimes we we help out reporters, and then we also put all the questions in order, so it kind of makes sense with the flow for TV, so we're not going all over the place. Um, we have to coordinate with the campaigns, um, make sure everybody's on the same page, so people aren't showing up at the wrong time or at the wrong station or anything like that. Um, so so there really is a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. Um, but we, you can find the schedule online um, at idahoptv.org, um, and most of the debates are happening in the next week and a half, and then we have uh, one more debate that's airing October 29th, um, and that's going to be the Congressional District 1 debate. And let's back up for just a minute. If there are folks out there who are listening to the pod today that are maybe just getting into politics I'm kind of new to politics uh, with some of these races this year. What are the Idaho debates? Just real quickly, and, and what are some of the races that you're focusing on? But what's the format? How can people watch them? Where does it take place? Oh, that's, uh, a, that's just, a lot for Just me kind to of answer. the nuts and bolts. <laughs> um, uh, so the Idaho debates are a partnership between Idaho Public Television, the Idaho Press Club, the uh, League of Women Voters, um, and the three major universities. So the University of Idaho... Um, Boise State University and Idaho State University, the public universities. Mm -hmm. And um, we ha we host debates for all of the statewide and congressional races. We hold meetings to determine who's uh, running what we 
uh, believe is an active campaign. Um, we have more information on that on our website. And then we broadcast the debates live statewide. Idaho Public Television, um, as public TV, um, we reach something like 98% of the households in Idaho, which is pretty remarkable when you think about how rural and huge our state is. There are some real geographical challenges to reaching those houses, and we feel like it's our duty to bring these debates to the voters of Idaho. I think it's something we take for granted if you live here in the Treasure Valley, um, how much access to local media we have. That's not true in places like Chalice or Salmon. Um, and, and so that's something that we're pretty proud of. Um, this year, we are hosting debates for every race except for treasurer and controller and attorney general. Um, attorney general because the Democratic candidate is not running an active campaign. Um, and uh, by his own admission, by the way, that wasn't a committee decision. Um, and uh, controller and treasurer don't have any Democratic challengers. So that leaves governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, superintendent of public instruction, congressional district one and congressional district two. Uh, we have a lot to do <laughs> in, the in the next month. Um, and there are debates that I, that I moderate. Um, reporters on the panel ask questions. Um, the debates run, um, depending on the race, 30 minutes to 60 minutes. Um, in the past, we've gone as long as 90 minutes, but not this cycle. All right. When I know that people are interested in this governor's race against uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Governor Brad Little what? squaring off against uh, Democratic nominee, former state representative Paulette Jordan, when is your governor's debate and how can people find out a little bit more about that? Our governor's debate is airing on Idaho Public Television on Monday, October 15th. Um, and you, you can watch that live on uh, IPTV. Um, it's you know, it, it's one that I'm awfully excited about. There are so many issues that uh, these candidates are, are um, opposite on. Mm -hmm. And they have both been campaigning actively. They had their first public forum um, this, this past week on Tuesday at College oh, of Idaho. Idaho. yeah. Right, but it wasn't a debate. There wasn't much interaction between the two candidates. We were sitting, it felt like we were sitting in Jasper Lacalzi's living room. Uh, and Which there should nice. have been a, a warm fire, and I think he had a cardigan sweater on. Right. But it was very friendly, and it was mm -hmm. largely geared towards fiscal issues, especially tax policy. Mm -hmm. And your debate, yours will be an de actual debate format uh, and cover uh, a wider array of topics. Does Absol that seem right? Yeah, absolutely. We, you know, obviously tax policy is something that's, that's critical and, and affects every part of policy because we don't have funding. It's hard to run a state government. Um, but but we, we touch on policy and an hour isn't much time. Right. An hour is not a very long debate. Um, and I wish we had more time. But um, we are, you know, we're, we're going to be able to take deep dives and hopefully get the candidates to really show where they differ. All right. And then uh, another debate I want to talk about, the superintendent of public instruction debate. This is going to be a great one for people all across Idaho because it's one of the rare chances to see incumbent Republican state superintendent Sherry Ybarra and Democratic challenger Cindy Wilson on the same stage, right? Uh, right. When can people catch that one? That one is next Friday. So what's that? The October the 12th. October the 12th. Thank you. I have so many debates 
dates bouncing around in my head right now. Yeah, you're gonna so show up for that one, right? I I hope so. Okay. It's in my calendar. I'll see if I can make time for it. I've yeah, heard the I, uh... panel on that one is looking really strong. <laughs> uh, who did you get this year for the superintendent debate? You know, we uh, we actually don't announce reporters ahead of time, um, but we do allow news organizations to announce their reporters if they are appearing on the panels. So uh, you know if. If, if there I have were, an announcement to make. You have an announcement. What's your announcement, Claire? Kevin Richard and I are excited that we're going to be joining Frankie Barnhill from Boise State Public Radio and that we're going to be participating on the panel on the state, superintendent, state superintendent's debate next Friday, October 12th. You're going to have to practice saying that before you say it on TV. So. Yeah. Do you think there's time? Do you think I'll be ready? One week. You got it. You got this. No, I. Um, and, and I'm so excited that you and Kevin agreed to be on it because there, no one in the state does better education coverage than you two. And um, you... You I've already agreed race. to go on. I've already, you don't have to butter me okay, up. Okay, okay, well. I've already well, agreed to go never on. Never mind. Kevin, you know, Kevin listening from Chicago, I want to make sure I stay on his good side. Um, but but really, I, I, I am very much looking forward to this debate. And the superintendent debate is often one of my favorite ones because we, as, as you know, when we're, as we just said, with the governor's race, there are so many different things to cover. With congressional races, there are so many different things to cover. With education, you're digging into one topic over the course of an hour, and it's a phenomenal discussion that is so um, important. Even if you don't have kids, it, it, it is so critical to the future of our state. And so um, we're really able to get into the weeds with policy and with spending and with how um, these two candidates view education and the role of state government. And so I... Um, <clears throat> I'm pretty excited about this one on Friday. It's going to be good, and uh, and we hope you watch once again live on Idaho Public Television. You can find the times at idahoptv.org. And a lot going on with education. Not only is it just a big election this year, overall there's a lot going on with the state on the higher ed front. We sort of have this unprecedented level of turnover uh, at the head of our colleges and universities. There's active presidential searches going on at Boise State University and University of Idaho right now. The legislature is going to have to make a critical decision uh, about funding for teacher pay. And meanwhile, they're looking at uh, rewriting the state's overall school funding formula that drives some $1.8 billion worth of taxpayer funding out to the school districts and charters every year. As you know, education is the largest extent, every, largest expense every year in our general fund and our state budget. Uh, so a super interesting and super important time for education, and it just happens to Absolutely. be aligning uh, with this election, doesn't it? Ab Absolutely, you know, and, and especially when we're looking at um, other major expenditures that the legislature is facing, when, whether it's um, Department of Corrections and the possibility of building a new prison, figuring out where to put inmates, uh, Medicaid expansion if Proposition 2 does pass. Um, when we're talking about spending, it's it really is a critical time um, to to figure out where those state dollars are going to end up. And just such a good opportunity, especially with the state superintendent's debate, because this is one of the rare occurrences where both candidates will be on the same stage. There was, we were talking a little bit before we turned on the microphone. Uh, there was a school conference uh, at the end of the summer this fall where Superintendent Ibarra and Cindy Wilson participated in a forum and answered questions at a private educators conference. But in terms of public events that can have a statewide audience that can reach 
Uh, like you said, something like 98% of Idaho households, this is the opportunity if you're interested in that state superintendent's race, uh, if you're interested in what's going on there. Uh, this is the best opportunity to learn about the candidates, learn about the differences between the candidates and what their top priorities are for education. In Idaho Education News, we're going to have our own forum uh, coming up next week on next Tuesday night. Uh, it's 6 p.m. at Boise State University. We're actually going to broadcast it live on the Facebook Live page that you can get uh, through the Idaho Education News Facebook page. But this is an event where we're only have a commitment from Democratic nominee Cindy Wilson. Uh, she's agreed to participate and we have a panel. Uh, it'll be moderated by Kevin Richard. I'll be on the panel and then we have a charter school principal and a public school student who will be joining us. So I'm super excited about that format, um, but we have been reaching out to Superintendent Ibarra's campaign team for months and have not got a commitment, unfortunately, as yet uh, for that event. The superintendent would still be welcome to show up and fully participate um, but So we do have our own event coming up uh, next week on October 9th, uh, but if you want to catch both candidates, uh, you know, uh, check your local listings for Idaho Public Television on that Friday, October 12th. I think that'll be a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's fast forward. We are only a month away uh, from the election, November 6th. I know. Um, I know. What are you going to be doing for watching the returns? What are you going to be doing on election night to find out... Uh, all the latest and greatest. I'm actually pretty excited about this year's election uh, night because for the first time we are going, to, well, the, the first time since I have been there, apparently they used to do this all the time, we are going to be broadcasting live actually on Idaho Public Television um, on the air. Usually we have online streaming um, and we've had a lot of fun with that uh, and, and we've gotten some great interviews, had some great insights from candidates in the past with our live election coverage online. So now we're taking it to the air. Um, I think we're going to be live from 10 to 11 p.m. Mountain Time, right as results are really starting to roll in. Um, Hopefully, anyways. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> let's knock on some wood here. Um, but Come on, Canyon County, we're right, coming Exactly. Exactly. Kootenai. So um, we, are, uh, we are going to be live streaming all night um, on our Facebook Live and our YouTube Live. Um, but then we're hopping on to the broadcast. And so we are going to um, have a presence both at the Idaho GOP um, victory celebration and the Idaho Democratic Party. Um, I can't remember what they call there. It's probably a victory celebration as well. Um, and there are a lot of races we're watching, not just statewide, but also legislatively, because as you know, there are some uh, there, there are some contested general election races in the Idaho legislature, and this year when there's so much turnover with the lawmakers, not just because of retirements, but also because of primary upsets, um, we're, we're keeping an eye on, on some of those districts. So um, for, for statewide um, coverage, not just for the statewide races, but also the legislature, we hope you turn, uh, tune in. All right, very cool. And uh, so that's going to be coming up on November 6th. You said starting at 10 o'clock, you'll be live, 10 o'clock Mountain Time, you'll be live on Idaho Public Television, and you'll mm -hmm. be streaming through all the night. And, and that's a good place if you want sort of this statewide context. Uh, a lot of people do really well about covering their local races, but if you want that statewide context, if you want the context of what's happening with the legislature in addition to the governor's race, the right. first congressional district race, the state superintendent's race, 
um, you guys are used to providing that statewide coverage right, and context. Right, yeah, and you're right. The, I think a lot of the local commercial stations do just a phenomenal job doing the, the statewide and congressional races. Um, we have a chance to really do deep dives into the legislative races and explain why it matters. And so um, if, if that's kind of the, the context you're looking for, especially in a year, speaking of education, where the House Education Chairman is up for grabs, um, JFAC co-chairs are up for grabs. And so th this really is a critical time to be looking at the legislature. I don't want to say it's more important than the governor's race, but it's pretty darn important. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Going to be a lot of changes next year. Uh, the Joint Budget Committee, as you talked about, that's going to be uh, huge. A lot of decisions, both on the tax front and the funding policy front next year, I think we both anticipate. I think that's safe to say. Uh, and then certainly House Education, as, as we know, as our listeners know, uh, House Education Chairwoman Julie Van Orden was defeated uh, in her primary this spring, and so that leaves uh, an opening. Uh, and that's up to leadership uh, to appoint that position, and that'll kind of happen in this sort of, you know, closed process, uh, likely in early December when we're gearing up for the organizational session. Mm -hmm. uh, leadership and the caucuses will meet as a group uh, and uh, close the doors and, and when we open the doors, committee chairs will emerge, and I'm not right. sure exactly how it happens, but uh, they, they, send they clean smoke. the blood off the wall. Right, white smoke up the chimney. <laughs> they let us know that they figured it out. But yeah, it, it's going to be um, a big session. You and I have covered the session together for a lot of years. How many, how many sessions? How, when was your first year? Do you remember? 2012 was my 2012. first legislative session. So it's been a couple, couple few years. Yeah. And are you going to be out there again uh, this coming legislative yes. session? Are you going to be doing the Idaho Reports show? Yes. Um, yeah, you're stuck with me again. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going anywhere. So, <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to be down there every day like, like usual. Um, and, and this year we're really excited to um, do we, – we've done a lot of training over the last few uh, months in our off-season. Um, and we're really excited to, to do some more deep dives into data and analysis um, and really enrich the offerings that we already have with Idaho Reports. So I'm looking forward to this session. It's going to be an exciting one. And it will be, uh, I've been told, short and sweet and over in time for Treefort. Is that what you're hearing? I don't believe that. Oh. Not for a second. Not for a second. Okay. All righty. Um, but also, real quick before we go, I wanted to let people know that... Uh, in addition to preparing for the debates, in addition for getting ready for the election, you're probably not getting a lot of sleep at night because your Rockies, Rockies are in the playoffs. And I can totally are. empathize as a Royals fan. The Rockies are doing the thing with the late night extra inning games. I know. How are you surviving? It's it's been hard. There was oh the game the game on Tuesday night went so late, and I at the time I was battling a head cold, and I I should have gone to bed, but I just I couldn't turn off the TV. I am so exhausted. And so, uh, but it was worth it. I saw my Rockies win. They beat the Cubs, and they, they made it. They made it yeah, past the, the wild card Into the playoffs, into the divisional series right now. Do you have a favorite Rockies player? Or, there, or does your son have a favorite Rockies player that he enjoys watching? So we're, we both like Charlie Blackman. He, the, that hair, right? The, oh, that, that glorious beard. He's a, he's a very beardy man. But uh, I'm also very fond of uh, Carlos Gonzalez, and um, I, I, you know, I'm just kind of they're, they're kind of an adorable team, right? They have this great team dynamic, and um, they're they're a whole bunch of uh, uh, really great guys on this year, um, and so. I'm I'm proud of them. They're often the underdogs. They've never they've never won. 
the World Series. They haven't made it very far into the playoffs in the past, and so this this by itself is a victory. I'm proud of them. They, they've got a good team. I was out in Denver last month and caught a game at Coors Field, and I feel like every Rockies player hit, like, five home runs. I know, and that's the thing with them. They either score, like, 18 runs or it's two and it goes extra innings and it's just painful and brutal. So, uh, But, but it, they're a blast. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. You've got a guy, a closing pitcher, Wade Davis, who was a big part of the Royals World Series run in 2014, 2015. Wade Davis is awesome. Uh, but yeah, a lot of luck really to is. you. Uh, I hope you enjoy the playoffs and have a lot of fun. And it's kind of this nice distraction when you need to take a break uh, from elections and politicking and all that stuff. So I wish you well. I appreciate and, that. And uh, I hope you have fun. Thank you so much hey, uh, for you. filling in on Extra Credit uh, this week. It was a busy week. Uh, Kevin snuck out in the middle of the week. He's heading to Chicago and participating in a big marathon. And he's super excited about that. But and if he's going to do great. And he, he is. so well. He is. He's going to do awesome. Uh, if you wanted to get caught up on some of our stories from the week, you can head over to the homepage, www.idahoednews.org. A couple of pieces that I wanted to point out. Uh, Kevin had a big piece that we're actually going to come back next week and talk about, uh, but he published it on Thursday. It was a closer look at Idaho's college and career advising program and really trying to follow the money on this $21 million uh, appropriation from the legislature. And I did want to point out kind of a sad story out of eastern Idaho, uh, Woodland Hills Elementary Principal Oliver Roberts died uh, within the last week, and uh, our eastern Idaho reporter Devin Bodkin attended his funeral and talked to, um, had a chance to connect with some students and uh, colleagues, and, and a, a sad story, um, but uh, it's probably going to be worth reading for a lot of our readers out in eastern Idaho. But uh, as always, want to thank everybody so much for tuning in to Extra Credit. We have a lot of fun breaking down this complicated intersection of education politics and education policy. If you want to find all of our latest news, you can follow at Idaho Ed News on Twitter for all the latest. And we'll be back next week with another edition of Extra Credit. You'll have to stay tuned to see whether Kevin is back or whether Melissa joins us full time on the podcast. Uh, but I think he'll survive. Spoiler alert, Kevin will be back. But thank you again so much for joining us. I had a lot of fun. And uh, I'm thank really you. looking forward to all the debates that you have coming up over the next two weeks or so. Thank you. I'll see you next Friday. All right. Hey, thanks so much. Have a good weekend, everybody.